0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Double Shot of Tea with Tabitha and Tara.
1: Well, after our first episode last time, we told you that we were going to kick off a hilarious story today. And we're just going to call this Homosexuals and Looking for Help. Yes. I like it. Homosexuals and Looking for Help. So... um. (laughs) Tara told us that she was going to kick us off with the story about how she unknowingly dated somebody who was residentially challenged, shall we say.
0: And I feel like it's very important that I clarify, like, it wasn't residentially challenged to where he was, like, pushing a shopping cart. (laughs) Or he had, like, a sign he could have and had it folded somewhere, but I didn't see anything. He was very clean. So I just want to make that known. There was no smell. So I had every reason to be oblivious to the lack of at home. Mm -hmm.
1: So let's just call him Couch Surfing Chris.
0: Yeah, Couch Surfing Chris. So I only went out with Couch Surfing Chris twice because he was kind of an asshole, which is funny because it's like, don't you think you would be nice because you don't really have a permanent place to stay? (laughs) So... Uh we, first, we met online. I know plenty of you are, like, familiar with that uh website, Plenty of Fish. So, went fishing, hooked and reeled him in. He mm-hmm. seemed cool. Did he wasn't he a had. catfish. No, not a catfish at all. We met up at my boy Preach's show. Uh, Preach is a rapper, very good rapper. If you ever get a chance to go to a show, please do it. Try to get him that whole book. Preach, <laughs> <laughs> my feet. But, uh, <laughs> so, we met up in his show. So, I was already there. I knew people, so... I was just hanging out, vibing to the music, listening to the show. He taps me on the shoulder, whatever. We vibed to the show the rest of the night, had some drinks and chat, and things were cool. So we did kiss that night, but nothing went any further than that. We went our separate ways. So the second day we were hanging out, I want to say this was like, it wasn't that long, maybe like a couple of days later. Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly where we met up because this was like, four or five years ago mm-hmm. um, so it isn't fresh in my mind <laughs> but we hung out and did something and we came back to my place and it wasn't for like a Netflix and chill or anything like that we were sitting on the couch we're chilling we're talking and I can't remember exactly what the conversation was about but it turned south real <laughs> quick
1: oh how south did it go Tara well, it
0: it <laughs> not in a good way at all <laughs> All I remember is, yeah, and fuck you and your cats. And I was <laughs> like, let's not bring the children into this. Not their baby. He was not like, baby. Up like this like, old lady. That's, he said something really effed up. I don't know what it was verbatim. But so, basically,
1: he called her a cat lady who's going to be alone with her cats.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And I it, Whatever. I digress on that whole issue. So I was like, whoa. And in my head, it was humorous because I'm laughing. Um. So the situation ended, and he left. And called me later on that night, or it could have been earlier the next day. I don't remember. So he calls me to apologize. He's like, "I'm so sorry. I just, I don't. I was upset. I've been going through a lot of stress. And da 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 da. There's no excuse for my actions. I'd really love to make it up to you. Blah 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 blah." blah and he was like i just want you to give me another chance and stupid me at this time i was tired of being single so you can kind of say i was like settling mm-hmm. I was just like oh, okay you know no worries we all have our bad days like you know hang out and then he was just like um so i don't know if you would uh Maybe want to like hang out this weekend and you can like pick me up. And I was like, What do you mean, pick you up? Like, did, <laughs> did you get into an accident? He was like, No, I was like, Are you not able to drive? Like, what's going on? He was like, No, I don't have a car. And I was like, Oh, hmm, okay. Well, I'm just like, Oh, but then me and I'm like, Well, you know, where do you live at? Like, what area do you live? He was just like, Well, right now, I'm uh, I'm like, What do you mean, right now? And he was just like, well, right now I'm just kind of staying with this guy. And he was like, and it's just, I don't, I I can't remember anything verbatim. I just remember he's staying with the guy, a leaky ceiling. (laughs) And then if he could possibly spend the weekend with me. And at that point I put two and two together that this mofo has no home. (laughs) So he's either tail surfing or Craigslist. And it's not that exciting of a story. But that is where Couchsurfing Chris came to be, and then we aborted mission.
1: Mm. Sounds like a mission that needed to be aborted. You know, so I have come to this conclusion that sometimes people aren't really looking for love. Mm -hmm. They're looking for what, Tara?
0: Equal. Help. H E (laughs) L P I'm a hopeless romantic so I always like to think people are looking for love. That's so tragic on the other hand is a freaking realist.
1: That is so sweet and you know what God bless your little heart. I know. Here's the thing. There are people who want love, right? Mhm. And you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel that like if you're in a particular situation mm-hmm. like couch surfing Chris for example. <laughs> I don't even remember his name. If you are in this position where you are couch surfing or residentially challenged, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily and this is not a judgment thing. Remember, we don't judge here. We just state opinions. We talk through it. Everybody's open to their own opinion. But I am of the opinion that if you're residentially challenged and you need to ask a girl that you've met up with the internet and haven't really had all that great of a re- interaction with, because mm-hmm. you went psycho on her. If you need to ask her for a place to stay for the weekend, then perhaps you should not be shopping for love. Um, You shouldn't be looking on, on Craigslist or POF or Tinder or whatever. What you need to do is hop on LinkedIn, JobSeeker.com, Monster.com, uh, Indeed. It's a wonderful place to find jobs. And what you should do is focus on the things that help you to build yourself. Because when you feel great about yourself, you're putting yourself in your best light to go find that right person to love, right? Mm -hmm. But if you can't afford, and this is not saying you have to be like a baller, but at the very minimum, at the very basis of it all, if you can't afford to like have a roof over your head and you know transportation to get back and forth to work or whatever, or groceries, then you probably are not in the space where love should be the first thing on your
0: list. But riddle me this. Mm -hmm. Some people feel like they work harder towards something when they have a support system.
1: That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So in order for me to push myself forward in life to get to my truest potential, I have to first have love. Somebody in my corner to back me up and say, you got
0: this, girl. Well, people want that old, like, ride or die mentality. Like, you know, she started with me when I had nothing. And now I, like, made it. mm
1: -hmm. That's what they're telling you they want. Mm -hmm. But what they're really looking for is somebody to split the bills with them. Okay? Because rent is high. Mm -hmm. Groceries are high and gas is expensive. So they're not looking for somebody to say, you got this, keep going, work hard, go to school, you got this, you're going to make it. They're looking for somebody to be like, how much is the rent? Okay, I got 50 on it. You know, they're looking for some help. They're not looking for love. And and if they're saying that they're looking for love, they're lying. Because you don't have, like, my dad used to tell me that the worst feeling in the world is to be broke. Now, that has nothing to do with, like I said, this don't mean you got to be a baller. This don't mean you got to make $60,000, six figures, whatever. I am saying at the very basis, if you've got a roof over your head and you've got groceries in your refrigerator where you can go and you, you're not going to bed hungry at night, you're light on, you got water and stuff like that. If you can do that, then maybe you have space. In your life to build something else but if you can't do if you can't meet your own basic necessities uh-huh. then how the hell are you gonna be of any use to anybody else you can't even give the love that you desire to give because you are too stressed out worrying about where your next meal gonna come from
0: okay so say we have the man he's in a good place he's making good money he's good with or without a woman financially and you have a woman same thing she's in a good place she has good money. She can do whatever she wants when she wants, with or without a man. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that those two aren't looking for love, even though they're both in the? No, place? I'm saying
1: that those people are in the right place to look for love. They're not looking for help because oh. they're handling their own business separately. I'm talking about when, like, we all know people, and I'll just use an example. I had a friend in a previous life who um would like she would call me and ask me for help to pay her electricity bill she needed help clothing her kids and all of this but she had a boyfriend and he lived with her so you're going to call me to ask me to pay an electricity bill for a place that i don't even live in but you have a whole boyfriend there who lives there who uses the electricity he go flick on the light switch not me (laughs) so my point is, is that you guys are doing it wrong. If you need help. True. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that like people who are doing well. And like I said, what's doing well is relative to people. I'm not saying that you have to be in the best position in your life. I'm not saying that you should be in a position where you, you no longer have to strive to do better. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, even if you're in college and you're working and things might be a little bit tight, but you still make it work. Mm-hmm. I think you're in a better position to find somebody else who is always, who is also in the same position and be able to build a relationship. I think that when people are broke, struggling, it is very hard to put the emphasis on a relationship. Like relationships are hard. It's not all like date nights and hey, let's go on trips and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like when you are stressed, tired, frustrated, and upset because you're having a hard time making ends meet, how can you be so happy that you have time and love and energy to put into building a relationship? I don't think that you can do those two things at the same time.
0: That's true. I agree with you on that one.
1: So that's why I say they're not looking for love. They're looking for help. In a mind, and what they tell you is they're looking for love.
0: Mm-hmm. But in
1: reality, they're looking for somebody to split some bills.
0: How do you know if somebody is looking for help because they're broke or because they're frugal?
1: So there's a difference. If a per, if a person can, can take care of all of their stuff, they're, they're likely not looking for help. Now, inevitably what happens is you're dating somebody. You guys really like each other. Eventually you guys decide to move in, right? Mm-hmm. The bonus is that you guys get to split those bills or that you have now have help taking care of it, right? Right. That is not the expectation when you first meet somebody. That's how you know the difference, because they're already maintaining their household. Their bills are paid. They live somewhere else. They may come over to your house and visit you. You may go over to their house to visit them, but they're not coming over with an overnight bag saying, um, you have any extra space or I need to stay for a little bit. No the hell, you don't need to stay at my house (laughs) for no time period other than this overnight thing that I said. (laughs) And then sometimes you can't even stay all the way overnight. Sometimes, (laughs) Sometimes this, <laughs> thank you very much for your services, and I will have you. I will see you back. <laughs> we'll meet again next weekend.
0: You Can't stay all the way over. You tonight. can't stay all the you way, way over. You can stay half
1: the night, or you can get up and go when it's over. You're
0: right. This has been fun. Bye. Guys do
1: it. Why can't we?
0: That's very true.
1: Double standards. And
0: the look of shookishness on their faces when you are like, good day, sir.
1: Mm-hmm. Get
0: out, this
1: was so Fun. Call me when you get home, just to let me know you made it safely. <laughs> Ooh,
0: then you seem like you're concerned at that point. Mm-hmm. They'll be hooked and real. First of all, they'll be shocked that you even put them out. They'll want you even more because they like the chase. And then you show that caring side. Let me know you made it home safe.
1: Mhm. And sometimes you just want them to roll the fuck off your bed and go. It's just, <laughs> it's just that simple. I think that would be more of like
0: uh a, a friends with benefits or uh a one night stand
1: well no because we might still be early enough in the relationship that I'm not sure what the hell this is yet
0: but you know it's we, not an
1: overnight well night. I know that I've seen you several times <laughs> we enjoy each other's com- company but I didn't say I was ready to make a commitment just yet
0: yeah, too shame And guys are so quick to think that girls are the ones that automatically want to jump into something after you become intimate, but that's not the case a lot of the time.
1: I think that, like, not that we women weren't always strong and fierce and powerful as fuck. I think that like we have entered this age or maybe reawakened and reentered an age because there have been other times where women have been powerful and strong. But I think that we've entered this age where women are saying like exactly how they feel and exactly what they want. And they don't necessarily want to jump into the first thing Or, like, maybe they're not ready to commit. Just because I think I like you doesn't mean that I'm ready to commit right away. Mm -hmm. I need you to show me more. Like, the whole thing used to be women have to do all these things to, like, you know, show that you would be a good partner, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you got to cook for the guy. You got to, you know, make sure when he comes over that your house is clean and all of that. Well, I do all of that for me, not for you. Now women are saying, just like I put the effort to show you that I'm interested in you, wh- you need to show me something. Real me in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that I think it's a fair thing to say. And so with that, I might like you. I might be very interested. I might even think that I could fall in love with you. But I also might say in the beginning, get the fuck out of my house <laughs> at 3 a.m.
0: But let me know you,
1: made it, me know you made it home safely. Bye <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>, bye now. <laughs> okay, I've got to work in the morning, so uh, just go ahead and go now.
0: I like that one. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> You're so nice. <laughs> so I care about people's feelings too much.
1: You know what? There's nothing wrong with caring about people's feelings. I do too. Didn't it sound like I was thinking about it as I yeah, was saying Yeah, because you were thinking
0: about it. So listen,
1: I do care about people's feelings. And obviously some of this is, like, exaggerating. But I'm just saying women shouldn't feel bad about, like, being extremely vocal and honest about what it is that they want or their expectations about something. And if their expectations are for you to roll off, roll out and leave, mm-hmm. then roll out and leave.
0: It's okay. Do you think those expectations should be set in the beginning of the evening
1: yeah. So I think it should be like, I think that there are some things that are just like, you already know. So for example, when you're when you first start talking to somebody, mm-hmm. and let's say you meet them online, you meet them on Tinder, or you meet them on Plenty of Fish or Okay OkCupid or wherever, Match, right. eHarmony, whatever. Usually one of the questions that comes up whether you meet a person like really quickly, or you take a few weeks to like meet somebody is what are you looking for? Right? Mm hmm. If I say that I'm looking for someone that I could potentially, you know, build a fun life with and enjoy time with or whatever, that means that I am invested in the process and taking the time to find the right person. But it also says that I'm not trying to do it right now. I didn't say I'm I'm looking for my husband. Right. I'm not looking for somebody to build a family with and this and the other. And if you're saying that, that's OK, too. But I think that, like, you should be honest about what your pace is. So even if I am looking for my husband or I eventually want to have a family and kids and all of that, like, I would say, like, I, you know, I'm looking for somebody that I could spend the rest of my life with or that I could build a great life with, but I'm not going to rush it.
0: That's a good point, which is I'm kind of, kind of stick on the topic that we're on, but kind of like broaden it a little Mm -hmm. bit. How do you know that a person that you're seeing is somebody that you genuinely like and you genuinely want it to turn into something, or if you're just settling because it's like you have this person who you may be attracted to, who is showing interest in you, and dating has been so hard you don't want to go through the hassle of trying to go through that whole process again.
1: Yeah. I, I think that you, I think that you have to be like the, the answer to that is just being like honest with yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And like determining if what you feel is something you've never felt before and it's new and it's, you know, the most amazing thing ever, and that inner voice, your intuition is telling you that this is it, or if you say, like, things have just been hard, so hard for me, I'm not sure I can find better, or I really don't want to stick it out there. I think that, like, again, it kind of comes back to, like, the self-love thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, do you realize that even if this person that you're dating isn't the right and final person for you to spend the rest of your life with, that that person is still out there for you? Like, do you believe that you're worthy of the love that you, like, you want? Or do you think that you're just there because, or do you think maybe I should just stay in this relationship because this is the closest that I've come to something like what I want?
0: And see, I don't think that some people even think about, like, that they're settling. They don't think about, like, oh, I don't want to go through this anymore. It's just, like, subconsciously or unknowingly, Mm -hmm. they're just like, oh, my God, I really like this guy. I think this could be the one. But like, this is great. This is it. Like, what if they don't take that time to really think about, like, is this who I want to be with? Or pretty much the explanation you gave is I need to learn how to be able to sit down and have that conversation Mm -hmm. with themselves.
1: Got it. And I think it's, like, don't be in a rush. Like... If it's the most amazing thing, like I said, like, I got in a relationship really quickly, fell in love really quickly or whatever. Um, And sometimes that happens, right? Mm -hmm. Like, by no means has, like, our relationship or marriage been perfect. And so in retrospect, I can even sit and look back on my life and be like, there there was no rush. Like, we didn't have to, like, get married quickly or whatever. Like, there is no rush. If it's for you, it'll still be there for you in a year. It'll still be there for you in 2 years, 3 years, or whatever however long, you know, it takes for you to like determine. I also am like kind of one of those people that's like if it doesn't fit, don't force it. Yeah. So if like I'm in a relationship and after a year or two or whatever, like I re- I like you, but I'm not sure if like I love you, um, I'm not going to like, just hold on so tight to that just because I think I might never get anything else right. again. I have to really determine like, is this what I was looking for? And at that point, if you can't determine whether it's like, you think you love the person or not, then like, it's okay to like, start reevaluating. I think
0: Yeah, that's true. Cause I don't think, I think some people, sometimes they don't even know until they maybe have a conversation with someone else. and they feel like they have this connection with this other person and they're like, what have I been doing this
1: whole time? Yes. And that's okay. And I think like the important part there is, it is okay to change your mind. I think that when you move forward though, you should move forward with grace and with respect and with love and say, you know what, this relationship, I thought that, you know, I thought that I was all in, I don't feel that way anymore. And I don't want to lie to you Mm -hmm. or keep you in a relationship and keep you from moving on like I don't like the whole cheating thing like if it just ain't working out I'd rather like part friend say the vibe just isn't here and then move on down the road but the whole like testing the waters and holding on to what you've already got to see if maybe something else is great that is some punk shit to me it's just I'm not with it
0: I agree even though dating is hard this day and age it is I don't know if you ladies or men can relate to, to getting on these dating websites and these messages that come in your DMs or text messages and pics people randomly send that you didn't ask for. Mm. It's just nobody don't wants be to support anybody anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I that in there. I'm just saying. Like people so. don't want to date anymore. I think we live in a society right now that this whole Netflix and chill has been so glamorized that now instead of being a guy being like oh you know let me take you out they're like let's hang out yeah like you can come to my place let's hang out and watch a movie or i can come to your place or or let's cuddle what like who are you like what is your last name you don't know any of this information (laughs) but you're already ready for me to come over and cuddle with you at your house i could be a psycho
1: this is the that's the funny part to me it's not like okay I'm not inviting you to my house because I don't, I don't know if you're a psycho, but do you care if I might be right. crazy?
0: And, I just buried a body last week. I yeah. really didn't, but I
1: could have. Yeah. Hold on. I just buried my last boyfriend. I'll be right over.
0: <laughs> you know that speed bump at Target?
1: <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh
1: my gosh. So. I don't know, though. I think dating in general is just hard these days. And it is, it, I I totally understand how people are, like, saying, maybe I'm staying in this relationship because I don't want to get back out there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I don't want to get in a relationship because it's it's hard out yeah. in these streets. It's hard out
0: there for a
1: when you're trying to make the money for the rent, oh, that
0: was good.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, because they don't be looking for love; they be looking
0: for help. Yeah, but then I think again, when you get to that point, when you are okay with being by yourself, and partly the reason when I was single, and I hated being single because I wanted to keep up with everybody. All my friends, family were all in this place, and I was nowhere even close to it. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, I got to this point where I was just. I was good. Yeah. Like, even though I came home and it was just me and my little cat, I was fine. I was happy. Mm -hmm. I was comfortable. Like, I didn't care. I didn't even care to be on the site that much because it's just like, you don't want anybody to come in and mess that up. And like people have told me before, and what Tabitha has been trying to explain is be okay with it just being you. Mm -hmm. like loving yourself that is the thing being good with or without a companion Mm -hmm. is important because that's when you are ready to be in a relationship and that's when it happens
1: i think that is so true so like little backstory that's kind of so like i had been single for like seven years Mm -hmm. you know after i had my my oldest son I stopped dating, like, at all, Mm -hmm. and Mm it wasn't like guys weren't, like, spitting game and trying to slide into my DMs and, like, you know, holler at me when I was out, but I was just – first of all, I had gotten to a place where I was just really good, like, focusing on me and my kids, and I took, like, that time – to really just like work on myself and elevate myself to the point that I wanted to be at. Not so that I could be in a place where I could be receiving or finding the love of my life, but because first and foremost, I wanted to make sure my kids were okay. Two, I had a lot of like goals and ambitions and stuff that I wanted to tackle Mm -hmm. and I didn't need distractions. Like I'm really good at going after a goal when I don't have distractions and like, like, achieving things has just always been my, my you know, like, it, going after the bag is my thing. Okay, got
0: it. <laughs>
1: then I'd gotten to a point where I had, like, this really great career going, making great money. I had my kids. Everything was going great with them. I was super involved in, like, PTO and school and stuff like that. And I was talking to a friend, and she was like, you know what, Tap? that you have your shit together. And I was like, Yeah. I do, I do have my shit together. No and she was like, No, I mean, you really have your shit together. Like, you're in a good place to like maybe see if you could find your equal. I was like, hmm, okay. So at that point, I was like vehemently. When I say vehemently mm-hmm. against online dating, that I no, I make fun of people who online date. Okay. At this good. at this time. <laughs> yes, I, I did. <laughs> now it is a way of life now. But I was like, I'm not meeting those random strangers on the internet. Even when we was on my space we knew those people on the internet. And In, on the internet, <laughs> okay, out here on these internet streets, some thugging with the folks, hiding behind your keyboard—that was just not for me. Anyway, long story short, I was on the internet. <laughs> my friends, like. Help me put this profile together or whatever. And I did. I thought I was like in a really good place and I was happy and everything was great. And then like I end up meeting my husband. Uh-huh. And I feel like because of where I was and I was so happy and secure in myself that like, first of all, my husband is not my type at all. My type is Chris Evans. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, And my husband was like, not my type. And we, we ended up like talking, I was like a little bit on the fence, but then we like ended up like one night having this conversation. We talked on the phone for like four hours mm-hmm. and realized we had a lot of stuff in common. Like we're both super picky eaters. We both kind of found the same things funny, like that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, you know, like not having to like meet somebody. Cause the last time I met somebody was like out In the mall or in a club or something like that. And I wouldn't advise that either. But it was like really nice to just kind of like get to know somebody slowly. And because I wasn't like, he wasn't my type, like I think I got to see him in a different light. Mm -hmm. Then like we started dating. And then, you know, it could be because like we were really in love or it could be because I hadn't dated anybody in seven years no one will ever know. I don't I won't ever know. But like I we fell in love. We have like this amazing and beautiful family we have. We already had two kids. We had two more kids together and things were great until they weren't. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not like things are bad now. Like obviously in every relationship there are ups and downs and bumps and bruises. Um but I just kind of feel like right now I I don't like necessarily, I feel like we get along great. We're the best of friends and all of that. And I've I've said this before, but I also feel like there isn't really a spark. And I don't think that everything has to be like electric all the time, Mm -hmm. but I also am like super comfortable right now, just like being by myself. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. And I just feel like, it's it's one of those weird things where, like, I don't know that I would ever get back out into, like, the dating realm because things are just such a hot mess. Mm-hmm. And also, I can cry tears into Louis Vuitton or Chanel or something <laughs> sure. like that. Actually, I don't really even cry. I can smile while I do that.
0: I was going to say, when's the last
1: time you cried? Uh, yeah when somebody died probably no, not yeah, even she doesn't really cry then. people
0: whereas I can see a Hallmark commercial I'm like oh my god I'm I will
1: say me. that oh. I think that old, older people and kids are like the cutest thing so if I see a baby and they're squishy and cute I'll yeah. be like okay
0: she so does turn into a marshmallow around babies
1: I do um, but yeah so I kind of feel like I've gone into this cycle where um, I really wasn't looking for love but then when I became open to it I found it mm-hmm. and now I've like stabilized. It's like I'm I'm doing surgery. I've stabilized and I no longer need
0: that. As long as you keep it stable, we'll continue to monitor.
1: (laughs) 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 And on that note, next episode, we will be talking about internet dating. We are going to tell you some funny, terrible, great hot mess stories of our internet dating experiences and Secondhand stories that may not even be ours, but we're going to be them to the day anyway.
0: For sure. We got some good ones.
1: All right. Well, you guys have been listening to episode two
0: of double shot of tea with Tabitha and Tara. And again, guys, remember if you have any recommendations, any topics you want us to talk about, let us know. We welcome any and all feedback, good or bad, but we hope you love us and cheers. Yes,
1: like, subscribe, follow us, do whatever it takes so that you get notifications when new episodes drop. We're working out the dates and stuff, so we'll bring that to you
0: soon, but um, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Toodles.